and welcome to Nerd News Now for May 4th, 2020. Guys, may the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with us all. Jarek, are you doing a Star Trek sign? <laughs> I am. He's doing a Vatican Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. Hey! Yeah. Um, so how do you guys celebrate May the 4th? Miss Jen. Uh, I make a post that says, may the fourth be with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much mandatory. She's so <laughs> kitty cat like a Bond villain. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Tell us your evil plan. <laughs> and, uh, Jarek, what about you? Um, I plot to overthrow the current uh, you know, political regime and then also portray my best friend slash brother in a climactic duel to the death in a volcano, which I usually end up losing most of the time because I overestimate my power. Um might have something to do with the high grounds. I have no idea, but there that might be it. Is that uh, all, in, all in one day? Yeah, it's all in one day. Usually it's within like a, um, I think it's a 10-day window. So it usually starts 10 days from now. And it usually, you know, ultimately comes to this point. Um, so if you haven't gotten the order yet, Mark, don't worry. It's not that you haven't gotten it. It just, it hasn't gotten to you yet. Okay. Got it. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Chaz, what about you? Usually, I'll just sit. Uh, I'll sit around all day and I'll watch all the Star Wars movies in the order that I see fit. Uh, but today, I didn't get to do that. We mm-hmm. had to do a lot of things. Yeah. There's a lot of filming today, so no Star Wars stuff. But I'll get to do Star Wars things tomorrow for Revenge of the uh, Fifth. There you go. So, uh, what is the what is your correct order of watching the movies? Mine. Yeah. Well, well I got to do the original trilogy first. And then, actually, okay, I'll go by the last time. The last time I did it, I just did it in complete order. So I went from episode one with all, you know, there was Rogue One in there, and then I just went, I, I just went down the thing. But okay. usually, it's the original trilogy, and then Revenge, uh, Revenge of the Sith is right after that, just because it's so awesome. Yeah. Mm. So. How about you, Mark? How do you celebrate? You know, May the Fourth. Uh. Well. I don't really. Oh. No, uh, there's all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. My, The way I like to watch the stuff, though, is first with Trouble with Tribbles. So you have the birth of the Ewoks and then straight to Return of the Jedi. And just oh, wrap there it. you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, uh, Chaz, so tell us about Revenge of the Fifth, because I know you do, you're doing online trivia right now. So what all does that entail? Is that something... That we should be intimidated by because I feel like when it comes to Star Wars trivia, there's going to be people who are like eons ahead. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Uh, so trivia starts tomorrow. I always do uh, a Star Wars trivia. I've done every year for a lot of years now. But uh, so I make it fun because there are Star Wars trivia's out there that are just like for the hardcore fans. Yeah. I want to make sure that if you've seen the movies at least, you can get a couple of points. Uh, at the very end of it, I do a wager round, so you can have like ten points and still wager and maybe come out and win yeah. some stuff. So tomorrow, I don't know what it's going to be because I make the all my trivia is the day of, but uh, the adventure begins is hosting it. So therefore, uh, hit up my Twitch page, which is going to be you know go to Twitch and then the R N R Rock and Roll, the R N R Nerd. And um, you register at 7.30, mm-hmm. and I have a scorekeeper, so you get your scorecard and all that jazz. Starts at 8 o'clock. We're going to have, like, just regular rounds. We're just question and answer, uh, as far as me verbally asking the question. And then I believe I may put in a video round. There's going to be an audio round. Last year, The Adventure Begins, the audio round had Chewbacca karaoke. It was amazing. Chewbacca was at a karaoke bar singing the songs, and you had to name the song and the artist. Jarek suggested, let's do it again. So tomorrow I'm going to record all the stuff tomorrow. It's and, fantastic. Uh, yeah, yeah. last year it was pretty fun. So that's what happened, man. You don't have to be a hardcore fan. And, um, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Should. Uh, it usually is, because I usually host uh, trivia on Wednesday nights on my Twitch channel. That's General Knowledge Pop Culture Trivia. So it's going to be the same format if anybody's yeah. ever before so it'd be cool so, man 
So which original trilogy is it going to be this time? It's going to be like, you know, the remastered remaster, the original, how it was cut. I mean, so if, you this, question, this, if you ask a question like who thing, shot first. I, anytime I do trivia, I try to make it fun for everybody. We just ha- hang out and have fun. I yeah. forget they're super hardcore fans yeah. every single time. So if I ask a question, it's like, what, what movie is it from? Is it from the original? Is it from the remake? And I'm like, half the time it's like, does it really matter? But apparently it does. Um, here's my thing. Harry Potter trivia people are really anal about things. They're like, you didn't say that right. We'll set your car on fire. Star Wars (laughs) fans are a lot of fun, but they're more whiny if you get it wrong. They're like, well, it's not. And they're more confrontational during trivia. During trivia. I'm just saying during trivia. Um, I don't know. If somebody has a... Usually... I ask a question. If there's multiple answers, we'll give it to you because it's trivia. You're supposed to have fun. So I don't I don't know what the questions are yet. <laughs> you know what? Show up tomorrow at 730 and find out. Hey, there it is. Yeah, there we go. Um, well, they did uh, – Disney Plus in particular had a big day going. They released uh, Rise of Skywalker. So that is streaming now. And then they have the Mandalorian documentary series. So basically, behind the scenes for each episode of the eight episodes in season one. And then, and then the Clone Wars, which no one I know watches. Or is it's called so up. good, though. The Clone Wars. Who do you not watches this show? Mark, you are one of the biggest nerds <laughs> I know. And I say that, obviously, with yeah. all But how do you not know somebody that's not watching the Clone Wars right now? Uh, because a lot of people got bogged down in it because it was gone for a while and there's seven seasons built up. And then uh, also the movie is really, really bad. So if that was anyone's first foray into the animated Clone Wars, a lot of people stuck. Still, yeah. I mean, you got the true hardcore fans who are watching it, man. Yeah. I feel as though you say, so I don't know anybody good. who's watching it. You're just like me. I have no nerdy friends <laughs> at all. <laughs> Uh, I've, I've got them. It's just that I guess they're very particular and about like they cannot get past how bad the movie was. No, there's a cool scene in the last episode in which like Ahsoka is on the bridge of her starship and she's traveling right, and she hears this really cool force like vision type thing in which it's the scene where Anakin kills Mace Windu with Darth Sidious, and it's like this really cool, awesome scene. It's tying into the Revenge. Oh man, it's such a good season. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. Hold on. Mark, have you seen all of it yet? Have you finished it? No. Uh-uh. No, you haven't. So therefore, spoilers. Jerk, I know where you're going because actually without... Well, I mean, it'll spoil a little bit, but the yeah. end of it ties into the Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. yeah. It's so, so cool. Like Even the last like two or three episodes, the Siege of Mandalore is just so awesome. Oh, man. Mark, you need to get on this. watching it because you haven't watched it yourself, Mark. Well, yeah, Mark. you... Yeah, that's when when I said that I meant I gave up after the movie. That's what I meant. Um, <laughs> no, that, you you watched the movie. You, I, I, I was up. still bad for you until then. Yeah, no, no, it's <laughs> get past the movie. Mm. Okay. Oh, so uh, Derek and I will be talking about Clone Wars. <laughs> oh, so yeah, now it's just now it's just too much. Uh, Miss Jen, uh, besides <laughs> being able to post an annual GIF about it, what does Star Wars mean to you? Star Wars? Oh gosh, Star Wars is everything. I mean, I so I'll tell you guys a fun story. Uh, when I was in Chicago while my husband was going to business school, that was when episode one came out. And I just sold my store in Midland and moved to Chicago. And huh. before I used to always host like I'd go to the movie local movie theater and say, Okay, I want to uh, buy out an entire theater. This is before people really did that stuff, and I want to sell the tickets to my my group through my store but i want to do that so that i can have like costume contests before and trivia and just like do all this crazy stuff <clears throat> for the re-releases of the movies uh when did that happen in like 95 96 or 97 like i sold out like three movie theaters to watch oh. those all together at the same time because they they had set aside one but i sold so many tickets they had <laughs> Just take the one copy they had and run it between movie theaters to go across wow. the room. Really? But uh, when I moved to Chicago, I didn't really know anybody, and I didn't have a store, but I still wanted to do it. So I went and offered, 
at the movie theater that was close to me. I was like, hey, man, can I run promotions for episode one? So I spent like four weeks going every day. And this was when people waited in line for two weeks to get tickets and then waited, then went right back to the same line to wait two weeks to get a good seat. Yeah. And I ended up wandering. I was going around to all the local businesses and asking them for like flyers to give away and merch for trivia. And I just happened to walk into Barnes and Noble and they're like, hey, uh, the manager for Ray Park wants to have him sign here, but they want to have their own merchandise and have him sign his own merchandise. And we can't allow that. Do you guys want Ray Park? I was like, uh, I am nobody. I'm nobody. I'm walking off the street. They're like, here's Ray Park's manager's number. <laughs> and so I had him come sign at our showings. That's, That's so awesome. cool. Though. Oh, That's super cool. Oh, I mean, I have a, you know, last year, Bill sent me to uh, the Austin Comic Con. And, mm. I, and looking back on it now, everybody else got to go out to all these awesome cons. And I get to go to the Austin Comic Con. But uh, one of the coolest things was, um, well... You have the, like the the guest alley or whatever. Everything was so close, but you had there was like the the original Red Ranger from Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. There was Razor Ramon and Diesel, and it was funny because all the all the guests had like no line whatsoever. But there's this huge line in Spray Park, mm-hmm. so I stood in line and I got the signature. And he was like, "You want to take a picture?" I was like, "Yeah, let's do that." And I was like, "But I don't want." I, I don't have twenty dollars to spare, and he was like, "No, no, no, it's cool." He was super, super cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, uh, I'm sure he was just as cool at your place as well, yeah. Oh yeah, this is before. So he told me that he had gotten the part for Toad for X Men, oh. but it was like a secret mm. on the download thing that I knew for a, a while until the movie came out. And I was like, "I know that dude. That's terrible." <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you what. Last night I watched Dark Phoenix for the first time, and you know I'm I'm super huge into uh, nerd movies and all that jazz. So every time I see Storm in any movie, especially last night because it's in my mental, every time I see Storm, I think of that god awful line, <laughs> god awful, and I'm like, whoever wrote that line, <laughs> it should be chuffed because it's in the movie, but it's so horrible. It's probably one of the worst lines in uh, uh, cinema history. Do you know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? Just like <laughs> so I'm like, get out of here. That's so bad. Anyway, so I'm glad you brought it up so I can just, uh, you know, invent my frustrations with that. It's one. such a bad one. It's oh. bad. <laughs> Even in the comics, if I see Storm, I just it just runs through my brain real quick. And I'm like, you, whoever wrote that, you ruined Storm for me for the rest of my life. <laughs> Ugh. Just think of the poor writer that had to witness a toad to get getting struck by lightning live to be able to be inspired to write that line. You know what it was like. There's you know that, when he saw it on screen, he was like, "That's me." <laughs> <laughs> I'm so great, and all the friends around were yes me going, "Yeah, man, that was you, dude. That's so good." And if I come yeah. walk on the street, going, "Is that you?" <laughs> <laughs> My hair Jarek, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say, you know, some poor like you know, second year writer, you know, he was lucky enough to get in the, get in this round table. Is like, yeah, we got Toad and Storm, right? Well, it kind of totally reminds me of this one time I was actually down on the you know in the bayou and this happened, man. Gotta throw <laughs> it in there. It's like, but you're right. Someone was like, yeah. You have to throw it in there. It's a great line, and it just isn't. Ugh. No, no, no. I don't see it not that way. I see it that they put it in the in the script, and somebody just kind of scanned over it, and then it happened. Mm. He was like, "Yeah, that's me." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if it's like one of those, like you know, uh, you see them on you know quizzes and uh, like essays where it's, "Yeah, you're definitely not reading this essay right now. I'm going to write whatever the hell I want." You know, you know what happens to a toad who gets struck by lightning. Like, yeah, great script. Then there are X Men. Mm, go for it. Give me all the X Men's. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Jared, back to you real quick. How many of the Star Wars movies have you seen or not seen? If that's easier in theaters, have there? Um, I've seen every one of them except the original trilogy, just because I have not what? been like able Stop. to catch. Are you? Serious? I have not been able to get the original. Tri- I don't think I've been able to see the original trilogy in theaters, but I've seen every other film. In theaters oh. multiple times. Um, oh, in theaters. 
Right. I know, yeah. I um, but I have seen every film too many times. Uh, I grew up on the original series. It's just such a good, good story and movie series. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, when we were on tour, uh, this cat, uh, we were talking, we were doing some interview, and Star Wars came up. So this guy, he comes to one of the shows and he hands me a jump drive. He was like, "Hey, this is like the original uncut, blah 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 blah, whatever." From way back in the day, like the original theatrical release without all the stuff. And I remember seeing, uh, I want to say I remember seeing it because I've been, you know, watching Star Wars since I was a kid. Yeah. But uh, I have that jump drive, which is really cool without all the, uh, you know, the glitz and the glamour and how, and I watch it from time to time. Yeah. So if you ever want to see it, man, let me know. Um, have you guys heard about the Topher Grace cut of the original, of the, the prequel trilogy? No. No, so uh, he's a huge Star Wars fan, and so he like, he does a personal project. He went through and edited together the originally uh, the three prequel movies into one longer form film that's a lot more cohesive and does a lot more to uh, kind of reinforce kind of Anakin's whole "I'm I'm going to the dark side" kind of story. And it's so it's I've seen bits and pieces of it. I haven't been able to sit down and watch the full thing. Um, in, in the full order, but it is really good. It's it's wonderful. If you can find a copy of it, it is totally If you great. haven't seen the whole thing, how do you know it's really good? Uh, because you, you you can see the full, like, cuts. It's like, man, Topher Grace is a genius, dude. I'm just I'm messing with you. I know you are. It's like looking at a comic cover and like, this is a really good comic. It's a great book, man. It's so good. Hey, man, look, Transformers look, versus Terminator is a great comic. <laughs> And uh, Miss Jen, have you seen every single Star Wars movie in the theater? Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. What do you have? What is it? Oh, it's it's, uh, it's Transformers: Terminator. Like I said, it's really good. Oh yeah, it's, like, it's like just because the cover. Oh, that one's really good. Yeah, and you're welcome, by the way. Yeah, about <laughs> the last copy we had. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, I remember reading that for review and thinking, oh, I have so totally under ordered this book. Oh my gosh, it's yeah. so good. <laughs> it's like it was one where we're just sitting there walking around and Chaz is going through the list of new things. I think it was for the show actually, and you're like, yeah, Transformers well, Terminator, and I'm like, you yeah. need to put that in my box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, like we do the show on Monday, and and I have the list for comics that are coming up that that Tuesday. Yeah, and add. We only had like three in, so I knew Danny was getting one. Danny is one of our Transformer employees. He's also a robot. But, uh, yeah, he's definitely a robot. And, but when it came in, I was like, dude, I've got to get this because I'm a Terminator fan. So we had one more left. <laughs> and I was like, yo, Jarek. <laughs> so all the employees bought it up and everybody's like, hey, man, uh, coming in. You got the Terminator book? Now we're sold out. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, that's our usual line if we're sold out of something because we only order like a small small amount if we're sold out of something we're like go to space cadets and then you send them to wherever you send them yeah <laughs> I, I usually have it so. <laughs> one two three go speaking of other pop culture entities does anything else deserve its own day or is Star Wars just going to always stand alone like that I kind of mm. wonder why there's not a Star Trek day because it, it has just as long of a line of really amazing TV shows, movies, etc. Yeah. I mean, there is there is John Luke Picard Day, just so you know. Um, oh. Ties back into TNG when um, in the episode Captain John Luke Picard has a day on the ship in which the kids make crafts of, of him and the ship. And he has to choose like the top three, and then also like best top three runners up. That actually is a day on the calendar, so uh, you're welcome. If you're gonna do a Star Trek day, I'm all for Star Trek Day. I'm not like a total fan of Star Trek, but I know it's got its fandom. But if you have a Star Trek Day, you have to make it super fun and exciting because if yeah. it has anything, if it's anything like the original motion pictures, like mm -hmm. uh, I'm done. It's a boring. <laughs> yeah, know. what? Yeah, one time I was watching the original motion picture, and I was so I was bored out Dude, of my I'm mind. Asleep. And then I realized that I was just watching C-SPAN. So yeah. then I turned then I turned it to the actual movie, and that same scene came up, and then I just turned it back to C-SPAN. Yeah. Well, you know, I was such a nerd. Like, well, I mean, back in the day or whatever, um, we got uh, the Star Trek uh, original motion picture, the first one, and it was like, okay, 
the, the original crew is back together, and then like they're going down this elevator, and it's like, oh, who's the you know the Enterprise? And it was like a ten minute shot of just angle after angle of them coming down the inter, uh, the elevator, and just how cool and big the Enterprise is. And I was like, when is there going to be something other than talking in this movie? No, oh, yeah, no. Star Trek Day. I mean, I'm cool. Make it exciting. Bring some cake, cupcakes or something. <laughs> Cupcakes and balloons. Do the adventure begins special. Um, I no, honestly, triples, like triples, triples ball pit. Yeah, yes, that would be cool. Worth planning this. This is happening. <laughs> yes, hire Jen to host this. I'll go to if Jen, if you're hosting it, I'll totally come. I'm there. We could do it as a multi-store event. There we go. Hey, but who's gonna <laughs> have to wear the? Uh, but who will wear the red shirts though? Depends. Are we all talking the, about you know all the, the part-time employees? There we go. All the there, was, employees. there was actually an article that broke down the all the deaths on the original Star Trek series, and you had a higher percentage of a chance of living if you were a red shirt. Yeah, because there were so many more of them, and they were so expendable. But percentage-wise, you had a better chance of survival than if you were a blue shirt or. A yellow shirt. A yellow uh, shirt has a smaller tent. Well, yeah. saying, well, when you're a tackle officer, you gotta do that. You're wearing the yellow. You're wearing the yellow. I mean, you're pretty right. important. But like blue in science, well, if you're ever in the field, you deserve to get shot. Let's be real. But a red shirts, man, come on. They they have one job. It's like go yeah. out there and make sure Kirk can punch or like you know sleep his way through the alien enemies. All right, it's all it is. It's, it's your one job as a red shirt. Also, I think like ninety percent of the women on the enter- the original Enterprise, like one like the main reasons you're on that ship is because you're an attractive Starfleet officer. I swear, there's two and you're all hanging out with number one. Yeah, I find it funny when you go to the the conventions and stuff, and you're like so and so, the red shirt from Star Trek. And you're like, red on. Nice, but I have, I have to tip my hat though, because usually if you put Star Trek under anybody who's been on, uh, especially the original show. Red shirt or not, I mean, there's there's a fucking line. There's a fan. Yeah. Excuse my French, but there's a fan. Usually, there's a pretty big. There's a longer line for a red shirt nobody from Star Trek, the original series, than there is for the Red Ranger. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and that happened in Austin. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah, you're uh, right. There should be a Star Trek day. I'm surprised there's not. There's there's a lot that they could be doing with this, but. No one is. Set phasers well, fun because here March May seventh, we're gonna have a a bloody good time, right? May sixth, right after the fifth. They actually have the Star Trek convention in Vegas every year, which yeah, we'll be able to go to. Yeah, <clears throat> so yeah they do. That would be awesome. Um, oh, there's yeah. actually tell there's us actually, how that tell us how fun that is uh, when you come back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, there is actually Star Wars news today. Uh, new, yeah, live action movie, and it's gonna be directed by Taco Batiti. So that is uh, that is exciting. Yeah, Taco Batiti is gonna save the Star Wars universe, at least the cinematic universe. Yeah, um, so. I'm kind of intrigued because it's gonna be you know it's Taika Watiti behind the camera, which he's shown he can do. Um. But it's also going to have trying to put the Taika Waititi spin and like allure and just style into the Star Wars universe is going to make this a really interesting film because man, that man has a style and it is very apparent. Well, he did one of the uh, was it Episode Seven of Mandalorian? He did one of the the later episodes of Mandalorian, and it wasn't yep. over the top quirky or anything. So no. I think it'll be good. I mean, I think it'll stay within that whatever tone they choose because now it's going to be wide open. No one yeah. knows what the story's going to be or, or what's going to happen. And um, it's actually going to be co-written by him and Christy Wilson Cairns, who wrote 1917. So it could be like an adventure epic. So that'll be a, at the very least, that's going to be an awesome script. But uh, yeah, no date set for that. Uh, they announced a couple other things. They're going to do a big Lego 9 movie game of the uh, Lego Skywalker saga. Mm-hmm. All nine movies, hundreds of characters. And then Hallmark released a bunch of, of exclusive stuff today. 
don't really think of that normally, but I guess they get started on these uh, ornaments very early. But there's a Baby Yoda ornament, which is sure to be like the ornament oh, of the. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh sure. And plus the new card uh, uh, with Father's Day is coming up. I am your father. Uh, by the way, real quick, uh, we've got acid. Acid TX Ung. So acid tongue. They also fell asleep during the uh, Star Trek movie. That's in the comments there. Just wanted to point that out. Thank you very much for watching and commenting, please. So, um, yeah, back to Hallmark. I'm surprised uh, Hallmark is still around, honestly. I'll, yeah, I'll be flat out honest with this. How is this company really? still around? Yeah. It's talking about school. Mother's Day is number yeah. one. That's a real that's reason they're around. And that's coming up May 10th, so make sure you get your moms all the good things. Because if not, she'll kick you in the shins, my friend. She's done it before. She'll do it again. You don't want mom's shin kicks, dude. Because you're not sure <laughs> You can't. You can't like block those. <laughs> My mom used to just reach reach into the back seat and pinch our legs. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Keep us in line. <laughs> My mom was. My mom was pretty cool. Like she never did the. Uh, okay, when uh, we're not, we're gonna turn this car around. She never did that. It was my pops who was like, he would just look back and be like, do it one more time. You're like, yeah, okay, cool. We're fine. We're good. <laughs> Your dad just in there just verbally, like, visually giving you the say what again line. Let's be real. Yeah. Thing is, so I've seen a lot of dads uh, and moms too who would do that look where you're like, do it one more time. And mm -hmm. of course, the kids keep pushing because they know my pop was, do it one more time. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> we're yeah. good. You didn't want to find out what the do it one more time would get you. We already knew what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're good, man. We're good. So, but to all the moms coming, uh, May 10th, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Uh, all the kitty cat moms as well. Hey. hey. Yep. Uh, Jarek, you're a kitty cat mom. Do you hear um, <laughs> I don't know how to take this, but all right. Thanks. What? <laughs> Are you not caring for that kitty cat? No. Are you not mothering that kitty cat? Well, no. it up in your lap beforehand. Yo, it's because she loves me. I mean, I'm her mother. Exactly. Mm -hmm. No, you, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. Go ahead, bro. Oh, no problem. I was just thinking, you know how my, uh, my parents would dole out punishment by saying, Mark, if you do that one more time, we're not going to let you go to the Hallmark store. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so let's let's move from the space of Star Wars to outer space. Uh, Tom Cruise, along with Elon Musk and NASA, he wants to shoot an actual scripted movie in space. Hmm. So do you think this is A, a good idea, B, a bad idea, or C, who cares? Because don't we have the special effects now that you can just mimic that? You can also get a plane really high up in the air and then drop it down really fast to give it zero G. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. I'll 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 look at it like this, like uh, so from like a music standpoint or whatever. Like I've got a lot of friends who are like in death into death metal, like yeah. Um, but you have like the father of death metal, which is Cannibal Corpse, right? And you're like, okay, cool, man. You kind of founded the whole thing and. Now, I like a couple of the songs, but everything that came after that was just like, okay, you sound like Cannibal Corpse. Yeah. Same thing with this. Do it. Try it out, man. It's really interesting. I would like to see what that looks like in space, but I don't think it's going to work out all that great, but you're going to be the father of space movies. So uh, I think anything that comes after that is going to resemble the first one so much that it's just like, eh, all right, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Not a big deal. Unless you've got like like real alien attack. It's <laughs> we're like, yo, we're introducing like Zarklock. And <laughs> it's well, I mean, it's just totally real. Um, well, I mean, the government did just declassify alien UFO evidence. So, I mean, who knows, man? Who knows? Exactly. So, yeah, go up in space, like, introduce me to something that I haven't seen already. Yeah. But the first one is going to be cool because, cool, man, you got space and all that jazz. But. We're doing it so much better here on Earth. I'm not going for round number two. So yeah. that's just my thought on it. Can you imagine the budget for such a thing? That's what I yeah, that's what I'm mainly thinking about. Like, what's the point? I guess just to do it, right? And not even this. What happens if you shoot the whole crew, right? Yeah. You're gonna you can't do it on one shuttle. You're gonna have to do it on two or three. At least. And by percentage wise, 
say it's three. One of those one of those shuttles, you're gone. Percentage wise, look at history. Well, one of, you're not gonna make it either in or out. So Bruce yeah. uh. in uh, memoriam for Tom Cruise. We'll take a thing. <laughs> <laughs> We'll pour one out for our lost homie, and then we'll go watch, uh, you know, Live, Die, Repeat instead. We'll be fine. I don't know. I think Tom Cruise is like... Tom Cruise. There you go. Um, so, like, I think I think Tom Cruise is enough Scientology money he can throw at this to make it work. I mean, he did it with, uh, you know, Mission Impossible. Uh, so some kind of weird space movie isn't going to be anywhere outside of his reach, let's be real. But I kind of agree. It's going to be something super... It has to be something super interesting. Something I can't see right now by just, like, you know... Going honestly, going onto YouTube and typing space movies and see what some fan made thing has been made. Um, it needs to be unique, and I don't know if they're gonna be able to do that. I have a thing, I have two things on that. Number one, uh, if Tom Cruise is going to star in said space movie, he's not going to the space, he's gonna no. do a body double up there. Number one, period, that's happening. And number two, it's not gonna be pure space, they're gonna come back with footage and then they're gonna Photoshop or they're gonna Studio X the whole thing anyway. They're going to heighten it up, they're going to brighten it, and animation on top of it. I mean, they're taking in-game, or in the the Marvel series, you're taking Michelle Pfeiffer and you're taking um, Robert Downey Jr. from old cats to super young. You're telling me, if you're saying, hey, we're going out of outer space? No, number one, I don't believe it anyway. We, I, I believe we've been there, but you're not taking a whole film crew out there to do a movie from outer space. It's a cool idea. I would totally watch it if it was legit. But you're going to come back. You're going to doctor it up. And Tom Cruise is not going into space. I'm sorry, man. Uh, he couldn't make it work with Nicole Kidman. Why is he making it work with Mars? You know? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Uh, Miss Jim, the next bit of movie news is for you. Uh, we actually talked about this movie last week or a week or two ago when you and I and Jerick were talking about action films. Uh, Demolition Man 2 in space. Just kidding, not the space part. But Demolition Man 2 is happening. What do you think about that? The first one was in 1993. I've been actually wondering when they were going to get with it. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Yeah, because the, the original was in 1993 and it took place in, what, 2032? Mm-hmm. So by, this, by, by the time this one, let's say it's 2022, what year do you think they're going to do? Is it going to be like, I mean, obviously he is aged a lot. And 2054. You think so? I don't know. However many years it's been. Or maybe no, 2064. Maybe they'll shoot it in 2032 and have it be based in 1993. No, they're gonna at least shoot it in 1488, you know, uh, you know, pixels, so it looks clear. But it's gonna be set in. This is a bad joke. Just keep moving. Just forget that. It's gonna be 1080p. We can keep going on this. No, I'm just gonna stop now. Yeah. I've, I've, I've already hate myself for this joke. This whole, this whole bit I was trying to do, we're done. No. So, so is Sandra gonna be like the, the police chief now? No idea. I hope so. No, <laughs> I mean, natural no. progression, I guess. There's no details on this, except for he went on Instagram and said, yeah, that's still happening. (laughs) So, I mean... With Bullock, you know how they're, like, um, making all the actors and actresses look younger? With her, they'll make her look super old. Because she looks, I mean, as good as she... I mean, now, as good as she did in that movie. Mm -hmm. So, you would have to make her... I mean, like, you'd have to digitally make her look old. Um, it looks like, well, let's see, uh, 2030, is that right? 2032? That's not right. That's when it took place. Right. Well, uh, Stallone, he confirmed, he was like, oh, hey. yo, uh, yeah, hey, <laughs> yeah, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's actually from the movie. <laughs> is it? Yeah, that, it is. That's from a movie set. Oh, it's a set. Who wore it? Uh, no, probably just an extra. Red shirt number thirty-seven. <laughs> that's right. Shirt, yeah. Cool. You have DNA from an extra who's been on demolition, man. That's, that's, <laughs> that's cool. uh, wrapping up the movie news section. Does anyone care about New Mutants? 
Anyone? No. Not really. No. No. Okay. Like they I'm put surprised it up. it's still in production or you know in post-production, whatever it's in phase now. I'm surprised it's still going on. Well, this well, thing is that they threw it up on Amazon Prime for pre-order, and it was like it was going to be like twenty-seven dollars for a digital download. They didn't have any date with it. They just put it on there, yeah. and now they they now they took it off. So no one uh, like just just release it on Hulu at two a.m. some random night. Well, I'll tell you what. Like watching, I don't I don't remember. The, I've seen the trailer several times, especially in the theaters. Seeing the trailer, it looks more like a horror movie than anything. And I love horror movies. So when it came out, the first time I saw it, I was like, what is this? This is kind of cool. You know, a bunch of crazy cats and uh, strange jackets and whatnot. It was like New Mutants. And I was like, wait a minute, what? And then they got so much flack from that. They redid the trailer. And they were like, oh, here's some mutant powers. Like, for two <laughs> seconds. And then you're like, that's still not. What? It, no. That. Release yeah. that movie, like take out the mutant aspect. Release that movie as like a horror movie. Maybe it'll do better because uh, it's not New Mutants whatsoever, and uh, nobody wants this movie at all. As far as the trailer goes, nobody wants it. I don't know anybody who wants it, and yeah, dude. I mean, this is, and I've said it before. There's few movies that's, that's come out where I'm like, I'll wait, like Bloodshot. I'll wait. For just go streaming and I can watch it at home by myself or whatever because I'm not a Bloodshot fan or whatever. Bloodshot surprised me. Surprised us all, I think. At least Jerick and I. And yeah. it was great. I bought it. $20 and I've watched it a couple of times. It was super great. It's even greater because Jerick dances with the song and counter yeah. <laughs> Um, Not even that. But New Mutants has an I know New Mutants. I didn't know Bloodshot. New mm-hmm. Mutants, I know, and it has. It, there's no connection with me whatsoever. Kill it. Done. Yeah, just, just get rid of it. Name it. Do a horror thing. Let's let's do New Mutants in one of the phases for MCU. And mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, so I think I think that's that then for movies. Uh, now I'm going to toss it to Jarek, who's got some TV news for all you cool cats and kittens. Yeah, so um, this surprised me when I got this news earlier this evening. Um, but uh, I died, apparently. All right, this is how this news started. I died, and somehow I found myself awake in crossover heaven when I found out from Marky Mark Blair himself, um, your boy, the main man himself, Nicolas Cage, is uh, Joe Exotic in the scripted eight-episode Tiger King you know, series, and I am excited for this um really? i think we yeah and i think um you know he is the one true god please and always um you know praise him um and it's gonna be great uh, i think we're gonna finally wonder and figure out will nick cage financially recover from this um i'm excited i don't know i think it's it's, it's a i think it's gonna be a great casting well, I, I think love nick cage start, i think i i honestly think we should start with Jarrett because he's so excited about this <laughs> to you guys and then me and then we'll all just talk about it real quick. I'll be yeah. the last one to talk about this one. Yeah. Miss <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Jen, Jen, do you care about a Tiger King scripted series? I mean, you can't really do it any other way because Joe's kind of <laughs> yeah. in prison. So I guess this is the way you <laughs> keep that money, that Tiger money rolling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I love me some Nick Cage too. So Netflix is running off tires blood right now. Now all we need is Donna's DNA. We got you know Charlie Sheen running Netflix. Wait, and you know what's confusing about this to people is there was already a series announced, and Kate McKinnon is attached to play Carol Baskin. Unfortunately, yeah, in the first this one, is not, this is not the same series. No, that's there's two different series right now going on. If it was if it was Kate McKinnon and Nick Cage, oh. that would be awesome. Yes. Well, who's to say that that's not going to happen? I mean, you've got <laughs> different ones. But, again, you guys should talk about this first before I do, because I'm about to, I'm about to chop it in bits, my friend. So, accolade this show all you want. Hold on, hold on. Let me put some uh, sardine oil on this topic and go. <laughs> go for it. What, you guys are uh, talking I'm, I'm, about? That, that was the news part, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark has no opinion, apparently. <laughs> yeah, obviously. 
So here we go, man. Uh, Tiger King. I dig Tiger King because it was one of those shows like Game of Thrones or Seinfeld where... Actually, not Seinfeld, but streaming-wise, it was like Game of Thrones where you could go to the water cooler, talk about it, because mm-hmm. everybody... You, usually these shows, everybody's not watching it at the same time. Game of Thrones, you did. Um, Tiger King, everybody watched it the same couple of days, right? But there's such a cast of characters that you can't make up, and these are real people. Yeah. They're like, well, let's... Obviously, let's uh, monopolize on this. Let's make a movie. It that movie's not going to do as as good as the actual documentary. You're half of the people are probably not going to watch it. You had me at Kate McKinnon for number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, Nick Cage. I'm a co-owner of Legion M. We have worked with Nick Cage. Nick Cage has done like Mandy, Legion M movie Mandy. He goes. Full total Nick Cage, and it is brilliant. I don't see him going full total Nick Cage in Tiger King. I think I think this is a money grab. I honestly do, and I'm not sold on it. You put it out, I'm not going to be one of those cats in the first week or two or three or six who's going to watch mm-hmm. the remake of a documentary. It's ridiculous. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to go too far into it that I thought I was going to, but, uh, yeah. Why? It's a money grab is what it is. Oh, totally. I I respect the people who uh, are trying to grab the monies, but you have the documentary come out a week later, that's when you do the movie. You should already had it planned and shot. So much time has passed, nobody cares about Tiger King anymore, to the point where at Quarantine Con... We had one of the, the members from Tiger King do our promos, which was up. But the day of the con, the weekend of the con, nobody went to her booth. And not even that, she bailed out after day one because nobody cared. So, yeah, uh, it's a cash grab. I, it'll be something that I watch when I'm super bored. Tiger King is over. As uh, Fergie said... Uh, you're 2000 late, my friend. Ooh. Oh, son. Oh, <laughs> there it is. Hot take. <laughs> it also seems like it's already being oversaturated with two series in the works. I mean, like, they're not going to be any different from each other. In, it's not. But, I mean, okay, so if you if you present me with two series, you've got Kate McKinnon and you got Nick Cage. Um, I like Nick Cage. He's fun. But he's a... A movie, a movie cat. And by the way, if he does this, if it, it, it green slated, it, uh, greenlit, and it goes to Netflix or whatever it is, this will be Nick uh, Nick Cage's very first TV series, oh. ongoing series. I mean, he's made appearances or whatever, but this will be his very first one. Um, but if I had a choice between the two, give me Kate McKinnon because at least I know I'm good. Nick Cage, oh, oh, oh uh. Oh, oh, I gotta do that. Oh, my boyfriends, no. Is, guess what? You, your thing is a national treasure. Yeah, whatever. Give me Kate McKinnon. At least I'll, I'll get some fun. <laughs> uh, I see myself 10 seconds after on the thing. Welcome. And, we, got, uh, we got people commenting on that. You're good. Thank you so much. It was pretty good. Got that cage. Yeah, uh, just for the people watching and commenting, by the way. Okay, and done. That's it. That's Tiger King news. On to the next segment. Mark? <laughs> uh, well, just real quick, I don't think any of us watch the Arrowverse anymore on CW, but... Uh, Wait, hold on. Uh, now, are you talking about just the show, or are you talking about all the... All, all the shows. All of them. I do. Thank you very much. I oh, watch, is this... I watch The Flash. I watch Supergirl. Those are my two shows, man. Like, I, I watch those shows like my grandmother watched General Hospital. You know what I'm talking about? Now, I'm not really big on Legion. Uh, uh, what? No. Uh, I'm not really big on Green Arrow or uh, the other one, League. And I'm not watching Batwoman. But uh, I am watching Supergirl and Flash. So, anyway, I, I don't want to cut you off. Go ahead. Well, on Batwoman, speaking of Batwoman, uh, Hush was on there. And he looks cool. Comic accurate costume, so 
Yeah, but you know, they're taking him out. Yeah. They're taking him out. Being On the show, hush to hush. Or just, or just in awe. Well, no, he, he was he was on the show, but uh, Dr. Tommy Elliott introduced in Batwoman earlier would not fully appear in, as the bandaged villain in Hush. So I don't know if that means they're going to do like a Hush series crossover or whatever they're doing, but uh, apparently they're taking him out as of today. Wow. He so, actually, uh, he actually left. That's it. He actually left to go star in a third Tiger King series with Craven the Hunter. That's what happened. Ooh, there we go. Hey, so <laughs> new comics are... It's and just, the only way you can get out of your grave if you have a full set of teeth. Right. There you go. Hey. Miss <laughs> uh, Jen, new comics this week. Is it still DC only? Yes. Still DC only, and then uh, whatever indies that I'm, I brought in. By the way, I was talking to uh, one of the publishers about uh, a variant cover for a book that I wanted. <clears throat> uh, sometimes I just pick books because of the name, because the name is just awesome. Uh, which of you guys would buy a book called Murder Hobo? Oh, totally. Yeah. Right. right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm talking to the publisher and I'm like, you know what? This book seems like a really good thing. I want to do a variant for it. So he sent me an image. And I don't think he looked at the image because I pointed <laughs> out that there was an, an object uh, amour in the image itself that uh, he and he was like, wait, what? I was like, this would be perfect if it didn't have this. And he and so he didn't know what was there. And it's like the most prominent thing in the image. <laughs> 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 so it's just like, OK, well, sometimes. You're, you're glad that you're the one paying attention that you don't have this book come out with this giant object. <laughs> Rises higher than the Washington Monument, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I do want to say, like, uh, this week, I mean, DC has stepped up, and because, yeah. you know, Marvel's not, uh, I'm sorry, not Marvel, but uh, Diamond is not uh, distributing anything. We are getting new comic books. For those of you who are listening, uh, at least to the adventure begins. I know uh, Space Cadets is getting a whole bunch of cool stuff from indies and all that jazz. But I'll name uh, the regular books: Joker, Harley, Number Four. I love this series, by the way. It's a good series. It is so good. DC Black is doing so many good things. Uh, I'm glad we're getting this book. Uh, we've also got Hawkman coming out this week. DC uh, Superstar number 17 is the reprint. It's the first appearance of uh, Huntress and the Green Arrow origin. So it's similarly um, Green Lantern season two. Uh, the new book of that's coming out. Batman and the Outsiders, the new Flash, and House of Whispers. Those are the books that are coming into uh, The Adventure Begins. And I'm sure Space Cadets and Jen, I, I know you got some new books coming out. Other than, oh yeah, uh, through some independence, man, throw those out there. I was—I uh, don't know all the names of them because I was trying to process them today, but it actually was busy enough that I didn't get to go through them. I've got yep. so much inbound that I don't know what's in what box. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, yeah. I wish I had more news for you, but there's—I know there's—I got restocked on some really awesome ones that we've sold out now. This will be our third th sellout if we sell out this week. One's called Harriet Tubman, Demon Hunter. Yes. Uh, yeah. That's yeah so it's beautiful. It's a beautifully made book. Very and then cool. another series called The Crossing, which is about a guy who uh, he's a train engineer and ends up running over a girl who's standing on the tracks. And uh, then she haunts him. And oh. it's an unraveling of this mystery about what's going on. No, is this based on the game uh, Travel by Trolley by chance? Because I love that no. game. It's a great game. <laughs> I do I don't think so. I'm totally kidding, but we do have that uh, trial by trolley, which Jarek introduced me to. It's and fantastic. I introduced to my grandparents. Now, I've introduced my grandparents to uh, Exploding Kittens, which my grandmother calls it. Do you have that kitten game? And I'm like, oh, you mean Exploding Kittens? She's like, no, the kitten game. I'm like, yeah, Grandma, gotcha. But uh, Jarek introduced me to trial by trolley, which sounds like this book that you have, but apparently they're not related. And that's totally cool. Not a big deal. But uh, you can totally get uh, all of these at uh, Space Cadets and The Adventure Begins. We got 
some new stuff. That mean that means Mark has to leave his house. Mm-hmm. Oh. And- umbrella and a face mask to come to one of our stores to get his stuff whether it's curbside online or in person now nah, mark strikes me as the kind of person is buying comicsology and is reading digitally no no, no yeah he comes to the no, store I, no I, support both. <laughs> I know he comes to our store oh yeah, yeah. i know he does yeah um uh, speaking of the adventure begins Hey, so we're going to wrap this up by talking about all the hard work that Chaz did with yeah. Quarantine Con because The Adventure Begins did like a side, you know, in addition to QuarantineCon.com. And man, your panels and stuff were awesome because I, I tried to check out a couple on theirs and it was just like, you know, a person kind of doing AOL looking into their webcam. And yours were like full blown interviews. Um, and Jarek, you did a really good job on those interviews as well, but Miss Jen, did you get to check any of those out this weekend? Oh, man, I, I feel bad that I didn't get to see them. I want to have to commit. Is it like something that's saved somewhere to go watch? Yeah. They yeah. are. Yes. Yeah. So if you go to our Facebook page on the adventure begins, you can watch all of the interviews and also all the, all the live videos we did done for quarantine con. You can check them all out there. Um, so it is and a great way to, and our YouTube, that's right. Uh, so you can always check them out there. It's another way to um, you know catch the ones you missed. I know the Rocket Queen one was a really good one. A lot, a lot of people love that one. It's a band you might have heard of. Um, <laughs> apparently, if you're trying to look for it, it's it's it's, it's two it would, be, it would be a lot more funny uh, <laughs> if you did it every once in a while, but he does it every single time. I kind of have to. Um, so that was a good one. We had um, just really good, just good interviews in general. And I mean, I think all. Any kind of thanks for this needs to go out to uh, Chaz. I mean, he you really did a great job with this. I mean, you did most of the legwork. I was just there to you know, Andy Richter most of the interviews. So, I mean, uh, kudos to you, man. It was fantastic. I appreciate it. What I did was, as soon as we found out about it, um, it was just uh, like I went high, right? I was like, I messaged like Donnie Cates and Ryan Stegman and all the big cats and like Tara Strong for voice acting. I went uh, big time and then trickled down. But it, the biggest thing was you had a lot of people who committed to it early on that did not get back with you until I mean, like at all. Yeah. So a lot of these cats were like, yeah, man, we'll do it. They did it at the last minute, which was totally fine as well. And I, I, I'm totally appreciated that they showed up, that they uh, committed to it. Um, we had a good time, man. Yeah. We had a, a whole bunch of cool cats. You can see the videos live on the Adventure Begins YouTube and our Facebook page. Some of the cats, I mean, Jamal Eigel, yeah. I mean, that cat was so easy to talk to. And he was yeah. so cool. And he was our very first interview. So, of course, I'm like writing down all the questions and I've got a list of questions. And here's my thought process I'll ask a question, they answer it, and boom, I have to ask a question again. Not thinking they have a story because <laughs> I'm not a reporter, I'm not an interviewer, whatever. But he was so cool, and then talking with him later, he was like, hey, man, anytime you need something, very cool. Um, I had some cats come in that I asked to do it because I was afraid other people wouldn't confirm. One being uh, Chastity Bro, which is a Houston comedian, and then my band, Rocket Queen. I was like, dude, I'm kind of struggling for guests, so would you guys be willing to do a Comic-Con? We've done a Comic-Con before. Here's the Comic-Con shirt from a couple of years ago uh but anyway that was surprisingly that was the most viewed video of the Mm -hmm. entire so you got this nerd con and here's rock and roll band and it surpassed at least uh, double over double to the point where rocket queen's talking about doing a show con like this in the future uh I think what's cool about that one was, uh, from a personal perspective, is the amount of interaction there was for it. I mean, it's, it was, yeah, it's, it's it's cool seeing people actually respond to what you're doing, asking questions, and it's it's it makes those kind of interviews that much more. I don't know, they're entertaining, they're fun. I wanted I want to do more of them, and so it's it was a long weekend for both of us. Um, it was one thing after the next for most of the weekend, but I mean, yeah. I'm excited to do more of this stuff, um, and I, I really I would love to do more of it. A lot of these cats have said that uh, anytime you need us, it was a lot of fun. This is one of the, the coolest interviews we've done. Uh, with the Rocket Queen interview, obviously, Mark, he was a, he was our moderator. Uh, Scott Collins was really cool. Yeah, yeah. And for some reason, I was like, I don't know if, I mean, like, it's probably going to be what, 
Everything I expected was uh, knocked out of the park. David DeSmolchin. Yeah. That dude, his publicist or whatever, was like, here's the four topics. And that was four questions, and that was it. But I've been talking to David for, like, months. So he was like, yo, what's up? So it was more of, a, like, a friendly uh, conversation. Um, I know Jarek liked Lyle mm-hmm. a lot. And yeah. uh, we had cosplayers on. We had a whole bunch of stuff. So any of the interviews, man, just check it out. And... A lot of these people are wanting to do interviews or whatever we can do to help in future episodes. So whether it's we can interview them here on Nerd News Now or we'll have snippets of set interviews in uh, the Adventure Begins show on Roku for me and for you. Oh, yeah, for you. Um, yeah I, I, there's so much. There's so much going on from this convention. And we've got uh, a Houston convention that's uh, we can't say anything right now, but uh, yeah, it's coming through. So it's going to be another thing that we get to do because know, it's, it's it's funny. If uh, if anyone had told me, hey, when you move down here and you work at a comic store, you'd be doing like this kind of stuff. I'd be like, okay. And here we are, and this is it's cool. I don't know. It's it's a weird opportunity that it just worked out. I think it was just the perfect storm. Um, I know Bill likes to joke that. I mean, how did he get lucky enough to have the two of us? Um, <laughs> you know, be his like publicists essentially for stuff. I mean, I, mean, I just show up and I just make stupid jokes. That's yeah. all. And we get to do this thing here uh, every Monday night with uh, the Queen of Comics, Jen King herself, and Mark Blair from the Nerd News Now. But this whole weekend was really cool. And if anybody's watching or is going to be watching later, thank you so much for um, hanging out with us this weekend. And yeah. As Asatani says, hey, really good job. Really cool. Nice. Um, yeah. So we're starting to get comments on this show. I like it. <laughs> questions. Cool. Oh, and uh, just on the quarantine con aspect, it's a really cool idea. I think a lot of people did not know what to expect or what to do once it started. But yeah. I was able to fumble my way through and, and go to Bob McLeod's table and actually get a commission from him. So I got yeah. an old school Cyclops from Bob McLeod who – Famously drew uh, the original New Mutants, the ones where yeah. if they would have made a movie of that New Mutants, we'd be excited about it, right? <laughs> so, but uh, no, but it was cool. Like uh, Joe uh, Rubenstein was there, Kane Hodder was there, uh, voice of the Crypt Keeper. It was a very cool concept, cool idea. I think even when we get back up and running, that this kind of interaction is cool. I think it kind of maybe forced our hand to do it this way. Mm-hmm. But on on a on some level, you get it's a it's just an awesome experience. Like the interview Chaz did with David Dashmalson, he starts like digging into his long boxes and showing you like old school horror comics. I mean, well, that guy I, is, <laughs> is in the comics. Yeah. yeah, he was a big nerd or whatever, and it it was funny too because you're kind of intimidated with somebody like that, and you're like, well, I have these questions, but they're like, well, they're just going to talk about this. But when he when he mentions, hey, I have lawn boxes. Well, well, what's in those? Like everybody wants to know whatever. Um, he, like I said, him and I, we've been talking for a long time about doing certain things like Nerdums Out and have him come in for a couple minutes or doing uh, the adventure begins. But it, it's those baby steps, and I think he can totally be on a uh, he'd totally be down to be on a, uh, a show like this. Um, but the whole weekend was just really cool, man. Yeah. I really dig it. And I have to say real quick, uh, one of the uh, people we interviewed, Lyle Blackburn, um, he is in a band called Ghoul Town, and they've got a free song called Where Voodoo Sleeps right now. Go to ghoultown.bandcamp.com to get your free Where Voodoo Sleeps track. It's only free for like, uh, I think, three or... Three or four days, as of right now. Yeah. Other than that, you gotta you gotta pay for it. But uh, I figured I'd give that out, and because uh, I know he'll be watching, because he said he would be. If not, I'll just share it on his page. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, and of course, all this stuff is archived on Roku now, and I'm I'm sure the quarantine con stuff will be thrown up there as well. But it's definitely on your Facebook page right now. Yeah. Uh, you guys did like six seven eight interviews they're all on there they're awesome uh that's all the time we have for tonight so Jarek, chaz miss jen 
Thank you, and thank you for watching Nerd News Now. Stay safe, everyone. We'll see you next time. Don't die. Hey, if you want that hat, uh, you got to pay $150. Get the DNA of the extra. Who's in Judge Strip? <laughs> Demolition Man. Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>